This is Weon, and you're listening to Gravitas Podcast, making sense of the news. They say war is an ugly business. It's true, unless, of course, you're a businessman, in which case war is great business. You can sell more weapons to more people. And who knows that better than the West? They have waged war all over the world, in Iraq, in Afghanistan, in North Africa. And now a new theater has emerged, Ukraine. More than a dozen countries have promised military aid to Ukraine. Here's a quick look. The United States has pledged $350 million, the European Union $502 million, Australia $50 million, Canada $33 million. And these are the latest promises. The total assistance since 2014 is much higher. Additionally, European states are pitching in. The Netherlands is sending Stinger rockets and anti-tank missiles. Finland, a neutral state, is sending 1,500 rocket launchers and 2,500 assault rifles. Belgium is shipping 3,000 rifles and 200 anti-tank weapons. Simply put, it is a lot of firepower. But what if they're not enough? What if Russia still takes Kiev? Well, then the insurgency begins. Ukrainians have shown their spirit of resistance. Even if Russia wins, there will be opposition, and that opposition will be funded by the West. A large part of that funding will be weapons, guns, handheld rockets, body armor. We've seen it happen in Afghanistan, in Iraq, then again in Yemen. And chances are we will see this in Ukraine. If you look at the world's top 10 weapons manufacturers, seven are from the West six American companies and one British. We took a closer look at their share values since the Russian build-up began. We'll start with Lockheed Martin. On November 1st, it was trading at $330. Today, $433 per share. That's a 31% rise. Next is Northrop Grumman Corporation. On November 1st, it was trading at $354. Today, it's at $442. That's almost a 25% rise. Next is General Dynamics, November 1st, trading at $201, now $234. If you do the math, that's a 16% rise. Now for the British company, BAE Systems. Since November, their share price has surged 32%. You see the trend. What does it tell you? That war is good business, and CEOs in the West know this. In January, they were boasting about the prospect of war in Ukraine. Let me show you a report by In These Times. It's a magazine published in the US. They mentioned remarks made by two CEOs. First is Greg Hayes of Raytheon. Here's what he said during an earnings call, and I'm quoting, the tensions in Eastern Europe, the tensions in the South China Sea, all of those things are putting pressure on some of the defense spending over there. So I fully expect we are going to see some benefit from it. The second is Jim Teichlet of Lockheed Martin. Here's what he told investors, and I'm quoting again. If you look at the evolving threat level and the approach that some countries are taking, including North Korea, Iran, and through some of its proxies in Yemen and elsewhere, and especially Russia these days, there's renewed great power competition that does include national defense and threats to it. It doesn't get clearer than that. Western companies were predicting this war. They planned to make millions out of it, and chances are they will. More European states will up their defense spending. More Europeans, more weapons will pour into Ukraine. And who will produce those weapons? Western arms manufacturers. 
It is the unsaid rule of America's military-industrial complex. The war must go on. In August, the U.S. pulled out of Afghanistan. Six months later, a new war has broken out. Now, just to be clear, we are not blaming the U.S. for starting this war. We are telling you how it benefits from it. More orders, more income, more taxes. And the best part, no direct American involvement. Ukraine is not like Afghanistan or Iraq. American soldiers are not fighting in this war. So all the money and none of the sacrifice. What's more, new buyers are entering the market like Germany and Australia. Last year, the German defense budget was 47 billion euros. This year, it has been risen to 100 billion euros. Overnight, a new market has popped up. Same with Australia. Prime Minister Scott Morrison is planning to expand defense spending. Some of that, some of that money will go to Europe. President Zelensky said, don't give me a ride, give me ammunition. And that's exactly what the Australian government has agreed to do. We will be committing 50 million US dollars to support both lethal and non-lethal defensive support for Ukraine. The overwhelming majority of that, that's some 70 million Australian dollars, will be in the lethal category. We're talking missiles, we're talking ammunition, we're talking supporting them in their defence of their own homeland in Ukraine. And we'll be doing that in partnership with NATO. I'm not saying this military assistance is bad. Ukraine does need weapons. I'm saying this war should not become a business. We've seen it happen before. Western leaders needlessly extend conflicts. Instead of talks, they opt for violence. That should not happen in Ukraine. If this war drags on, if there is an insurgency after it, it must happen because the Ukrainians want it, not because Wall Street can make money.